This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Thanks for being with us here on Kelly and Ramya. You know, one of the most amazing things, Ram, is how many parallels we're able to draw. And, and and sometimes I feel guilty when I say, oh, that's sort of what the disability community is going through when we talk about promoting, getting out there, when people are seemingly giving a little more of a listening ear now out of curiosity, wanting to learn about uh, disabled people maybe in film or mm-hmm. Indigenous people in film or, or women in film. There are all these things that, but folks, it's so true. They're, they're right now, we are reading more, looking more, and maybe the internet's doing that. Maybe we are open more, long as the the opener is short enough to grab our ear and make right. us say, oh, hold it, tell me more. I mean, we are a society, as we joke around all the time, but, but uh, look, I want a little small bite. I want a headline. Give me that, and I'm away I go. But when you start seeing, hey, man, I never realized it. That's interesting. Tell me more. And that's kind of the thing about these stories that are so, so beautiful. Well, the production alone is enough to grab you, right? The, what we heard, um, what they, what is it, 500 Days in the Wild, the feature mm. documentary film at, at this event. I mean, what is going on? Like, you're just so intrigued to find out what's happening, uh, who it is that decided to do this. And uh, the intrigue is incredible. And, you know, going back a bit further to our conversation with Brian earlier about uh, Push, season two of Push on AMI-TV, it's the same kind of thing where I think, like, you know, these shows are so well-produced now and the stories are being told in such incredibly um, interesting ways. You know, eye-capturing, ear-capturing, whatever it is, just ways that make you really think, like, I, I could sit with this immediately right and then the second part of it is the accessibility so if it's accessible to us when we want to go watch this uh and we can just grab it when we can it makes it even better even easier yeah yeah and i think what brian also said giving paying homage to the production companies everybody involved on that level and telling the stories is just a a total testament to what grabs us i think we used to think oh well it's canadian going to be low production values oh it's a story from the indigenous disabled or or women's communities probably going to somebody cheaped out on it and now we're saying no man there's some real powerful stuff that is on par with anything else uh one note too by the way that was handed to me folks push is not available at ami plus you'll have to go to cbc gem to uh, to view season one season two will be available ami plus but season one if you want to catch up please go over to cbc gem it is that time, because once a month we sit down with HR's, uh, AMI's HR business partner, Alicia Yardley, to talk everything employment. Happy to be Alicia, here. Alicia, hello and welcome. Glad to have you back, of course, with us. Today we're going to talk about AMI's work placement programs out there. So when we say that, what's it referred to and why do we have one? So... The work placement program is for persons with disabilities to get experience in a content creation company. So in 2016, uh, we 
began by hiring interns uh, who have lived experience with a disability to gain a certain amount of hours to graduate from their course. Um, and through that, we kept having the same question um, with people, you know, when we would go to events and, and um, we would be talking to people in the community, they would say, well, I'm interested, but I'm not in school. Like, what, what can I do? Um, and there was such a demand that uh, we we decided to put together an apprenticeship program, which was launched in 2019. Um, so we launched that in March. So when we talk about the work placement programs, uh, they are comprised of the internship or the apprenticeship. Um, the internship is for persons with a disability who are in school and need a certain amount of hours to graduate, as I mentioned. And the apprenticeship is for people who are, have an interest in content creation. Um, and then they would, um, you know, figure out where they would like to do that within our company. It's a really, really great, I guess, co-op experience, right? Like something where you're in person, in the field, and doing what it takes to understand exactly what a particular job or role or understanding of an industry exactly is. So what's the difference then, Alicia, between an internship and an apprenticeship? Yeah, so uh, the difference being an intern may need a certain amount of hours. Um, it could be anywhere from you know, a hundred hours to 200 hours mm -hmm. and they do that. Um, and there is a signed agreement usually with the institution through, um, there's an agreement between AMI and the institution. Um, we have those available in each and every department, including HR. Um, the apprenticeship program is, as I mentioned, for people who are interested in gaining that work experience and uh, they are not in school, but um, they, they want to learn anyway. Um, there is no agreement with the school involved, obviously. Um, the apprenticeships are specifically for programming and production. So our content development team, our programming team, um, and our live production, um, that is where the apprentices are most likely to go or audio. And internships, um, on the other hand, can be wherever? For yes, AMI? any okay. department. So yeah. like, yeah. you know, an HR intern, a finance intern, depending on, you know, obviously your area of study. So did that change, Alicia? Did, did we before, is this kind of one of the areas where we said, you know what, we need to kind of zero in on the apprenticeship and maybe it'd be more about content creation and that kind of thing? Because I know we do a lot of talking about different things such as pitches and things like that, but I also see the opening and, and understand that, you know, if you're somebody's moving into finance, likely that that educational piece it has, has to kind of be involved, has to, has to be there. Absolutely. Um, with the apprenticeship program, it, we started out actually, we, we knew we only wanted to do it in programming and production. Um, it was one of my first projects when I joined the organization. Um, and, and we at first, we were just having apprentices with our old bureau teams. Um, right. So they were just located throughout the country. Um, but we've actually grown the apprenticeship to include, uh, you know, again, content development. But we're also, you know, if you want to get experience in our live control room, uh, live TV production, see 
the legality of how a show gets to air. Like, what are the agreements that are signed? How does a pitch work? Um, we also have stuff with um, our audio department. Um, and if you're interested in doing a podcast, we have a podcast coordinator who um, will help you with creating your own podcast and telling your story, or if you have a, a really interesting, compelling story to tell. Um, so that's really how we've grown over the last few years. We've had some amazing talent come through the organization, some of whom have stayed on as a full-time staff some of whom we've, you know, called upon for like as community reporters. So it, we have had some really great people that have uh, come through this program. And I've always been so pleasantly surprised. Mm. Well, I know I was a person who being, of course, here for almost as long as the place has been around, <clears throat> a little exaggeration there, but <laughs> long enough to hear all the, what, what can I do there? Can I come volunteer there? Can I get involved? Can I actually do a placement from my college or university course at AMI? Uh, 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 I, I, I don't know. And nowadays it's, yep. Pardon, I didn't hear you. Could you say it louder, Kelly, as if I'm ever <laughs> quiet? Um, I think it's just been absolutely wonderful, Alicia. And I, I've, like fedoras off to you guys because I think it's an amazingly crucial thing and wish when I was going into broadcast school, I could have come out and come there and, and maybe, you know, that it just would have been a wonderful experience. So for me, I want to know what does it look like that day for that apprentice or intern? That's a great question. Um, and the beauty of the work placement program is that it, it varies. There is no, um, like we have a standard onboarding or hiring process um, where, you know, we have recruitment and we will select the candidates and, um, you know, they will talk to their manager on day one. They have their equipment on day one. Um, but depending on the department you're in, it could look completely different. So, for example, um, you know, a content development apprenticeship, what they would do first, they speak to the content development specialist, and then they might be encouraged to read, um, you know, different pitches or, or watch AMI-TV to get a sense of what our programming is like. Um, in AMI-audio, they might be called to, you know, have you storyboarded your story um, if you were going to be an HR intern, um, it would be, okay, well, here is how AMI works. Here are the fundamentals of our HR department. Here are the different factors in HR. Um, and that, again, is what I love about it. So each department has a standardized uh, program, um, but the day can vary. Um, what I love most, though, is the fact that uh, you are actually doing work. Um, you know, when I was an intern, um, I, I was able to do work, but there was also a lot of, you know, can you get me coffee? Can you get me a fruit tray for this <laughs> meeting? And like, and, and, you know, I think it is extravagant. We, oh, it, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I had a great time at my placement, but um, it, it is important for us to allow people to get like their feet wet, um, you know, because if you're just kind of looking at it or shadowing somebody, you're not really going to pick it up and you're not picking up those skills. Yeah, I thought you were going to say there's a lot of shadowing, but then you went to fruit trees, and that was funny. Um, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> there, there, there is a lot of the hands-on. With my experience as well, just really quickly, when I was interning here at AMI, uh, put together a segment for the live show at that time, Kelly and Company, and also was doing a lot of just like um, work ahead for 
Christmas specials or other holiday specials and um, thinking up ideas for the special programming that we can have, you know, like extra hands on deck, we know is always appreciated anyways around the companies and around oh, yeah. any industry experience. But uh, really for us, that is meaningful work. That's what it translated for me into when I was going back and sharing feedback with my peers, right? And thinking like, yeah, I, I love this kind of experience because there is actual experience involved. So how long is a placement? Is there a, a general scope of how long you can be hired as an intern or as an apprentice? And how about payment? Everybody's asking about payment, of course. Great question. So uh, you can expect to be um, working six to eight weeks in an apprenticeship capacity. Um, as an intern, it's maybe eight to 10 weeks, depending on how many hours you need. Um, you know, if you need a higher amount of hours, it might be a longer uh, internship. Um, but our apprenticeships are those six to eight week placements. Um, we do pay uh, for our placements as well. We believe in compensating people fairly and we want to make sure that they get, um, you know, rewarded for the job that they're doing because, um, you know, when um, I was going through HR, a lot of placements where you got an honorarium or you were doing it for free, which, you know, getting mm -hmm. started, you, you do what you have to do. But, you know, I did I think that was fair? Not necessarily. Awesome. Yeah, I think that's such a crucial thing. And you can always tell if you mention it. Oh, by the way, we have apprenticeship pro and it's paid. What? You know, it, it's tremendous. <laughs> yeah. The reaction is like, what? And he goes, hey, man, someone throw some smelling salts. Wake that person up so we can tell them more. Um, time frame. Sorry, just quickly. Time frame as well, each of for internships are kind of all over, right? Like you can or is there a oh. set time frame for a set time, isn't there? Six, eight weeks or something? Well, it's, uh, in it, terms of when in the year you can become an intern oh. or an apprentice. Great question. Um, it, you know, I it would be typical for whenever an internship starts. So I know interns usually start at an organization January, May, September. Okay. Those are the big times. Um, and then an apprenticeship is available throughout the year. It really depends on the hiring manager and what they're looking for and what they need. Yeah, what they can... In that way, too, you've got to always have that coordination of timing and convenience, I know. But one of the questions we know people are sitting there asking about, who are hearing about this, especially for the first time, what's your selection process look like? Yeah, great question. Um, what we invite people to do is to email jobs at ami.ca. Um, I then speak with the person, try to find out what their interest is, um, look at their resume, if we think they would be a good candidate, then I will forward their resume on to an appropriate hiring manager. So, uh, for example, if it's a content development apprenticeship, I might forward the resume to the content development specialist and say, hey, here's this person. What do you think? Would you like to do an interview? Um, and then we have an interview, and that's, you know, because of the lovely world of, uh, you know, flex work, usually over teams. Um, and it would be with myself and the hiring manager. And then we would move on to references. Um, obviously for persons with disabilities, um, we encourage disclosure, um, you know, if there is anything I could do to accommodate or to make phone screen or the interview process easier, um, please let me know. I, you know, I want to help and, and make sure that it is, you know, a good phone screen and, and to assist with that interview as well to give accommodation there. Okay, great. Uh, equipment, 
anything along those lines for accommodations, of course, for people with disabilities, but also just what needs to be done during the job? Do we provide Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We uh, we provide people with a laptop, um, you know, usually just a laptop and a headset, but it will depend on what you're doing. Um, the computer will be equipped with software that is um, significant or like applies to your particular placement. Um, and then you're, you're off. And then if you do need uh, assistive software, for example, a screen reader, um, you would let us know and, and then we would make sure that is part of your computer setup as well. What have been, Alicia, so as you've navigated through some of the things we've learned when it comes to this to make this program even better? I mean, what can you say? You got flexibility when it comes to the apprenticeship and the internships, you know, falling into sync as, as much as we can and making so much of the company open and available. Has there been any challenges? Um, that's a great question. It, I think the only challenge that I can think of is other departments may be swamped. Um, you know, I like I, I think we all have times when we're uh, busier or not as busy. And if somebody's saying, you know, for example, like I want to see what's happening in the control room and the control room is just like swamped, understaffed. Um, you might not get that opportunity, but um, you might be able to like a little while later. It, it, usually people do have the chance to put their fingers in different uh, departments and, and help out, but that awesome. would be the only problem. Awesome. Where do people go to get more information and to get involved? www.ami.ca forward slash careers or email jobs at ami.ca. I'm always happy to speak with people further. Alicia Hartley, thank you. Thank you. We talk uh, every month with Alicia, uh, our HR business partner here uh, from AMI, uh, talking to us about AMI work placement programs here at AMI. You can catch her every fourth Wednesday of the month about employment as we get into employment issues and so much more. Up next in two minutes, we wrap up the show and preview tomorrow's episode of Now with Dave Brown. We'll be back with more of Kelly and Ramya after this short break. Hi, I'm Stephen Scott. Join me every day for Double Tap. It's a show where we occasionally talk about technology for blind and partially sighted people. You'll find us wherever you get your podcasts.